Hi there, Fortlakers. Thank you for downloading this brand new episode of Series 3 of the What The Fortlake Podcast. Every week, Rob and I are going to bring you some inspirational stories from our amazing running community, along with some laughs and nonsense from us. Now, before we get started, if you enjoy the show today, there's a few ways that you can support us. Firstly, wherever it is that you get your podcast, please do subscribe. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, then please leave us a review and a rating, which goes a long way to making our show more visible to people who may enjoy it. In addition to this, we have a brand new YouTube channel and we're putting out exclusive content every single week. Please do head over there, subscribe, like some of the videos and make sure you hit the notification. There's stuff on there you will not find anywhere else. And that's the only way to make sure that it's beamed directly to your phone the second it comes available. Yeah, we're also really active on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or contact us directly through our dedicated email address. All the info's in our bio. Give us a follow, share with your friends, and come and have a chat with us. If this is the first time that you're listening to us, first off, where have you been? But secondly, we do have a massive back catalogue of shows that are available, including the entirety of Series 1 and 2, free to listen to, and they always will be. There's some great episodes in there that we are very, very proud of. So go on, check them out, and let us know what you think. Yeah, and finally, Rob is still on the fundraising grind on the way to his Berlin Marathon, all in support of Prostate Cancer UK. He's raised over 500 quid so far, and he'll be embarking on some more wacky challenges throughout the year. So support him, keep your eyes peeled, share the story, and get involved where you can. Most importantly, if you can spare some change, then head over to our Just Giving page. The link is in our social media and in our bio. Any donations are gratefully received. How was that, dude? Yes, better every time, mate. Hit the music! Are you a loner or a groupie? How do you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy or shoot a black gun? Whatever your ability, this is the place to be. So welcome to the what the fuck they call community. If you're 17, 25, push it 82. Come along, join us, this is the place for you. Welcome to the what the fuck they call again, Matthew Taylor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 3, Episode 7 of the What The Fartlet Podcast. My name's Rob. And I am Matt. And I just thought we'd get straight into it this week, mate. You alright? Yeah, all good, all good. How are you? Yes, yeah, good, thank you, mate. How's your week been? Uh, same old, same old. Just do re- rehabilitation. No running miles. Uh, did I do any refereeing this weekend? No, I haven't. Uh, so just, yeah, I got bought, bought myself some of them bands of them elastic stretchy band things to try and strengthen my ankle a little bit more um the word the word, you, the word you're looking for is resistance band that's the one just a lot big elastic bands for me that's what they are yeah that's exactly <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a con isn't it mate it's a con <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm taking it a bit more serious now I'm, I'm i'm yes doing doing a bit more strength and conditioning with it and uh hoping it gets better soon how's your week been uh yes fine thank you buddy yet yeah, still Kicking on on the plan. Um, ran Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Didn't not not a great week for running. To be fair, if I'm honest, I did uh, did some speed work on Wednesday. Didn't go very well. Right. Um, I did uh, one minute, and it's just it's just a little bit further than two hundreds, isn't it? And it just you meant to go just as fast, but it hurts a bit. So yeah, it wasn't a great session. Uh, but it was fine. Uh, you know, I was I came out of it feeling quite positive. I didn't let it get me down, which has been kind of a mindset shift for me. And then uh, today we're recording on Sunday. So I've got to do my uh, Sunday long run on my own, of course, because you've gone into bloody isolation. So I've got no one to run with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did eight miles and it was fine. 
It was fine. I was dreading it. I've been hate. I think I posted on my Instagram this week that I've been really not enjoying the prospect of longer runs. I think just the idea of going and not being able to do it and struggling is really getting me down. Um, but went out today, put the music on, chilled out, went out quite early. wasn't too busy on the Trans Pennine Trail. Dead easy out and back. And you know what, man? It was it was fine. It was good fun. I enjoyed it. So yeah, nice good. One. All good, and then, and, then, and then loads of recording today. We've had, like, this is, like, my second of four things I'm recording for the podcast today, so. Living <laughs> nice the one. Busy, busy day today, then. I have indeed, but the cherry on the icing on the cake is, of course, talking to you, my friend. Uh, and we have got an amazing episode, I believe, for our Fartlek family. Why don't you let the good people know, Matty T, exactly what's in stock? Yeah, so we've got a bit of a chat about Mental Health Week, which is coming up this week. Um... A chat with Roberto Awar, make Matt run stuff, uh, maybe a phone call from Statman John. We're going to have a bit of a talk about race swag as well um, in this one. And good news stories and a few thank yous at the end. Usual usual stuff. A few thank yous. Thank you. I'm oh, sorry. Thank yous. <laughs> You're never going to live that down, ever. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let, let's rock straight into it. Mental Health Awareness Week uh, starts uh, tomorrow. Well, Monday for us, in terms of the podcast going live, we'll be right in the middle of it. Super important yeah. time of the year. Uh, we talk quite a lot about our own mental health on this show. Series 1 in particular is very, very focused on mental health awareness. It's an important conversation to keep talking about, I believe. Because one of the things that we always we always allude to and we always make sure we cover is that there's no end date really from a mental health perspective. You don't just fix mental health. It's not even really something that's broken. I don't think when, when, when you really think about it, it's just, it's a part of you and you know, it's part of the, the foibles Mm. and the ticks and the turns that make us ourselves. And I think that, yeah, it's a never ending cycle, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, exactly. And it's how we handle it and it's how we interact with each other and it's how we treat others as well. I think that's like, important so we didn't want to let this opportunity pass to talk about it again i think especially because you came to me mate didn't you and and it's normally me that ends up pouring my heart out isn't it but yeah but but we were talking a little bit about about you've been hitting that wall a little bit as it were from a mental health perspective because of the fact that you're struggling with injury and and how's that impacted you man yeah, it's just obviously not not able to get out and and clear your head, have that headspace. Um, it does have an effect on you. I mean, the the main run challenges at the minute have been non-running related, so that, that, that I've been looking looking in that respect. But um, all all this is still affecting my mental health and my headspace. Uh, you know me, I'm always game for a laugh. I don't I don't take myself too seriously and stuff. As, as people see with the videos, we always post and all that sort of stuff, yeah. But sometimes it does get to a point where you think break. You think you're going to break uh, without being able to run. It just it, it's just getting on top of me a little bit. So yes, I'm just hoping I can get out there and, and start start getting some miles in again. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, man. And you no, know what? I, th- right. I, th- I think I, th- I think you made a very apt point when you said just then that people might have this perception of you, you know, you're game for a laugh, you're easy going, that this isn't the kind of thing that would impact and affect you. And you're absolutely right. I think in some ways, when we are a, have a certain character, a certain characteristic, you know, people see you as quite fun, loving, quite easy going, game for a laugh, roll with the punches. I think for me, people probably see me as quite full of myself, quite cocksure, 
maybe even arrogant in some instances. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's not unfair. You know what I mean? No, it's not. No. It's not unfair. And and does that? But does that make us less worthy no. of having mental health issues? No. Everyone has mental health issues, no matter who you are. Whether you you've got loads of money in bank or whether you you've got nothing in it. you see footballers coming out with their mm. own mental health issues and all that sort of stuff so it's, no matter what walk of life you're in, you're in like you said before it's that, it's that cycle that we all have to try and deal with and find them coping mechanisms that we've spoke about in series one yeah um, and that is that is running that's what uh, one of my coping mechanisms in and is and not getting out there and, and getting them runs in it's it does it does make me feel a bit meh sometimes yeah. so yeah. Yeah. But you've been doing some really really good stuff in terms of trying to offset that, haven't you, man? You've got your resistance bands, you're doing your strength <laughs> and conditioning training. Yeah, yeah. take kids to the park, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, just trying to, trying to get out and do a, at least a little bit and get out in the fresh air, even though the weather's been dreadful of late. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe get on the bike? Yes, I've got the bike on the back, back garden, yeah. I think I, mean, I need to start doing stuff like that. But uh, the main focus for now, for these last two weeks I've had off, doing any cardio at all is being trying to strengthen this this ankle up so uh that was my main main focus for the these these few weeks but hopefully next week i'll start ticking over some uh, some bike miles and and getting back to uh back into running you can accompany me on my long runs can't you get the bike out oh that's a good idea yeah, yeah man we can, we'll always find a way to be together <laughs> be together uh, friends, um, run bike friends. No, <laughs> I, I think you're right, and it is interesting. And, and we didn't really come into this segment with any kind of a plan of what we were going to say because we have spoken about it a lot in the yeah. past. And it's not about, I don't know, sort of regurgitating that information, but the information remains important. And I think that that's the thing that there might be people who've just started listening to this show. There might be people who maybe um, who've who've had experiences and things that have impacted their own mental health since we, uh, we we talked about it quite a lot back towards the end of 2020. Um, you know, there's a lot going on with the world at the moment. We've talked a lot about lockdown and about how yeah. much that's impacted people's mental health. But equally, coming out of lockdown, the other side, that's going to impact people's mental health, yeah. isn't it, as well? Because, yeah. you know, some people maybe aren't ready to be as in amongst crowds. Some people are yeah. still... Scared of, of of COVID and and the implications that come along with it. It's the anxiety, yeah. They don't, I mean, Donna, Donna stuff is a bit of anxiety and, and going out to to crowds again and stuff like that. It might affect people that way. Yeah, you're right, definitely. Yeah, even even like hugging people for the first time. I'm so excited to give someone a hug, but yeah, not everyone's going to feel that way, are they? Oh no, no. Yeah, good good valid points there, mate. Yes, but I think I think the key I think the key thing the key thing and probably the message that I would want us to go out with for mental health awareness week is just to take a moment one to focus on yourself to really focus on what the positives are what the struggles are um to to think about those coping mechanisms to talk if you are struggling um but equally to think about others everybody is going through their own shit yeah and we can build a better world, but we can only do it together. Be kind is never more important than it is now. Mm. Um, the Caroline Flack stuff was a, a bit of a catalyst, I think, for people to start looking more inwardly um, in how they treat others, um, how they act um, towards other people. 
And that's certainly a message that I'm taking forward into 2021 is to think more about my actions and the impacts they can have on other people. Um, to take time to ask people how they're doing. Um, to take time to ask people if I can help. Um, and to keep using whatever platform you have, whether it's a silly little podcast like ours or something much bigger, much grander, or whether it is just the ability to reach out to a, a friend or a stranger or a text message or on social media and say, hey, mate, how are you doing? Uh, let's just do it. Let's make this world a better place as we move out of COVID for all of us. Well, well said, mate, yes. Mm. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Mental Health Awareness Week, absolutely. And if you guys have any stories, um, anything you would like to contribute to the conversation, we would love to talk to you. Please do drop us a message through all the social media channels. Um, we, you know, we, we're always up for, for, for an open dialogue about it. So let's move on, though, to something a little bit more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Races are coming back, Matty T. Yes! Yes! Starting, yes! Starting to see it, aren't we? We're starting to see um, yes. the, run, the run-through races. Mm-hmm. Um, are coming back first and foremost. Those guys have always kind of led the way. I think uh, even in between the lockdowns, they the, the run through UK guys were doing a lot of a lot of races. You've seen the run entry stuff, the run tat, and that's just in the north. I'm sure there's a lot more going on uh, in the rest of the country and of course around the world for our international listeners. Um, but we thought we'd have a little bit of a chat because with races coming back, that means one thing, Matt. Does yes. And I'm not, I'm not talking about PBs. <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking about human interaction. I'm not talking about race mentality. I'm talking about race swag. Swagger. Absolutely. So um, <laughs> that that there is nothing sweeter than crossing that finish line, getting that medal, getting yeah. that little that little drawstring bag. And all the other your, crap you get in with it. <laughs> with, with your goodies in it that you never buy in the real world. But when you get it, you feel like some kind of celebrity. Hashtag gifted. Um, <laughs> even, though, even though you paid for it. But... Running swag, yeah. What's what's your go-to? What's the one thing that you always want to find in that in, in, in that prize at the end of a race? <laughs> it's it's got to be a medal, hasn't it? It's got to be. That's the that's the one thing people run for. That yeah. that medal, yeah. It's got to well, be that. I've got a question for you. Right. Some some medals are amazing. I've yeah. got some medals. I'm looking at my wall behind us now, and there's some medals on there that are just absolute top draw bling, right? Yeah. But sometimes smaller races perhaps i don't mean this in an insulting way the medals are slightly lower standard let's say yeah would you rather have oh would you rather (laughs) would you rather rather have no medal or a cheap medal a cheap medal (laughs) you've run a race it's got to be a medal on it regardless (laughs) yes no you see i'd I'd rather they spent the money on a different bit of swag like a coaster or a mug or something i'd it's quite right yeah that's a good idea it's got to be like top draw, top draw medal or die for me. Right. <laughs> so it's all about the medal. If, if there's no medal, then you're not interested. If, if, if there's no decent medal, then you're not interested. You're not even going to sign up for it. Is that what you're saying? I'll, I'll do it. But yeah, you know what I mean? I'm, I, I just, but you're too, yeah. You're too, saying that, I went. I did a race, uh, a 15 mile at Rother Valley, the three late classics. And the, all the gigs were you know, a yellow mug that said three late classic on it. You didn't get nothing else. <laughs> 50. <laughs> 15 mile race for that, and Donna broke it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Donna! No, I, I, I take a mug, me. I, what about, though? How about technical t shirts? Mm, oh, yes. They, yes, that's a must. That is a must. Yeah. yeah. I know, I know a lot, not, not a lot of racers do it, but the, of late, when I first started running, they, they never did t shirts at all, did they? Or, or technical ones. Uh, but of late, everybody seems to be getting, getting on board with that. 
Well, it, it's yeah. not interesting when you think about it. Like, I'm the same. I remember running back in 2013, maybe. I think mm. I did three of the great runs. I did, like, Great Yorkshire, Great Manchester, maybe Great... Maybe it was only two. I can't remember. But anyway, I got cotton T-shirts. Ah, yeah. T-shirts. Like, who... Like, what, what do they expect? Is that meant to be, like, loungewear yeah. or... Did they only realise in the 2010s that running in a heavy cotton t-shirt probably is counterproductive? <laughs> it's funny you said that because 2013 was my first marathon and it was London. And I got a, a, a finishers t-shirt that's got like London, it's got um, Big Ben on it. And that's cotton t-shirt. It's in the bottom of my wardrobe. I've never even wore it. <laughs> Actually looked like Big Ben or did Jack draw it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. It looked like Big Ben, this one. <laughs> it's, it's a crayon. Um, but yeah, but then, but then the technical t-shirts however technical t-shirts you've got to be careful with haven't you because here's the thing some technical t-shirts you'll get and you'll be like oh i'm running this four times a week but the test is always you've done your race you're going out for your first recovery run afterwards it's a couple of days later you're rocking on your your technical t-shirt feeling feeling like the cat's pajamas And uh, and you get look what I've look what what, what run I did at weekend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look at me. Look you at have me. metal around your neck as well. <laughs> that, that only happened twice. Um, and then uh, and then you get and then you get to the end of your five mile recovery run. You look down and there's just two big blood patches <laughs> where, where your nipples are placed underneath, and you think, oh, I'm not going to wear this one again. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I must admit the one that one I got from Chester last year that 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 had really really nice detail on it. You know, when it was printed and stuff. But I went out for my first run and because it's got that really fine detail on the print, it started coming away. It's a really nice top as well, a really nice training vest. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it must have, did, I think they have spent some money on it, but it did, for for some reason it started coming away on mine. The Everyone pan- else had yeah. The and then yeah, and then you just and then, and then apart from that, you just get. All I get is just there's just a load of like food and drink treats that I can't have because right? yeah, they're not vegan. And then yeah, loads of like leaflets for races I don't want to run. Yeah, so, well, just, we, we were we we were thinking about doing that as a podcast, getting all these leaflets to put in, in <laughs> to give out on flyers at Alton Towers and that. But we're, no, we're not doing that now. We're in the pimp bin. I don't think anyone's gonna. That's not gonna resonate. Um, well, yeah, interesting, man. What guys? Let us know. What is your favourite bit of race swag? Jack, are you on? Here he is. Hello. What's your What's your favourite bit of race swag? Um, probably my Berlin Marathon top, and I think I wore it for every park run for about five weeks after, just to say that I'd done it. Just to prove to everyone that you did Berlin. Yeah, Mark. I think that's yeah, probably just to that's prove probably it. been abroad. <laughs> I got a couple of nice like glasses which were engraved like with the with the race name on it, which were quite quirky. But mugs mugs don't do it for me. They went straight in the bin. No, no. no. I, I, I suppose you only need one mug, don't you? Really? Yeah, and I didn't really like it. It was just I don't drink much tea, so there was I was I think I was about fifteen when I I got a mug from a race, and I was like, what do I need this for? I don't drink tea. So, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a child. Yeah, send us your what the fart like mug back then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I keep that. I I drink some tea. Sometimes I have my hot chocolate in that before I go to bed. All right, backpedaling. Yeah. So guys, let us know. Give, give, hit us up. Drop us a message. Put it in your comments. What is the best bit of race swag that you've ever gotten? Especially if it's somewhat weird and wonderful, like outside of the your normal kind of medal T-shirt mug 
situation. You know, have you ever been given something that you're like, oh my God, this is amazing? Or alternatively, answer the question, is it crap medal or no medal? I'm coming back again. I'm coming back. I remembered I did a race last year just before lockdown. Some of the listeners might have done it. It's called the Grizzly. So it's like a tough run through mud and 20 miles, lots of hill. I got a bottle of rum when I finished. So Mm. it's only... It's only a miniature bottle of rum, but it says um, it says like Grizzly Hero on it, so you can only get it if you do the race. So that was quite quirky. Nice. Just popped into my head. That's pretty cool. That's, I, I don't know how I feel about you coming off mute without being prompted, but sorry. I, was, <laughs> I know some know. of the uh, hundred milers like that. I think it's a Western State. I think you get a belt buckle for the yeah. completing that. Yeah, quirky stuff. Quirky, quirky stuff is good. Is that what we're agreeing? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, good. It's good. So let us know what the quirkiest bit of running. Uh, swag it is that you've got but hopefully plenty of chance for more swag as the races start opening up and we move through the rest of 2021 swagger jagger <laughs> what are you on about is that is it a cheryl cheryl song cheryl, not... cheryl was was tweedy was cold yeah. yeah tweedy again yeah i think it's one of her songs yeah good to know as you as you were as you <laughs> were <laughs> uh right then so with that being said I think it's time to get over to speak Are to Rob. Is that our theme tune? Yeah, <laughs> it's my phone going. Yes. Have you got our theme tune as your ringtone? I told you that ages ago. I better answer it. Yeah, go on, let's answer it. Hello. Hello, lads. Sam. How we doing, sir? You alright? Oh, God, lads, I've had a heavy few days. Have you? Yeah, what, what, been on the old source, have you? Yes, I'll be honest, I've actually lost four days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Why, what's happened? Well, uh, I got here at the early hours and I met a Macau. A Macau? Um, That's the one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he went by the name of Ron. <laughs> yeah. We hit the tequila early on. And he kept saying, drink, drink. So I was like, <laughs> Is that because he's a parrot and it's the only word he knows? Not possibly, but lads, I've, oh, I've woken up today. <laughs> Brilliant. What a story, eh? That's what this globe trotting's all about. So um, you were in Japan last week, Statman John. Uh, I think I know where you're going to be. To this week based on saying that you've had some tequila um how was japan first of all how did that finish up yeah good bit emotional saying bye to the bad boys but it was yeah. all right <laughs> yeah. reunion bad, tour mate bad, bad boys for life the way that yeah. man john yes yes that's bad it. Boys for life. so uh where are you this week that's that man john this week i find myself in leon mexico mexico uh, so, uh, you'll have, of course, had to have stole somebody's identification. So, Matt, give us a bit of a sound bite and we'll find out who it is. Again. Uh, <laughs> take my ID. Take ID. You didn't join yeah. in. You are supposed to I, join I want, in. I wanted, to, I wanted to hear your voice this time. You left me feeling very self-conscious because of that. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway. Anyway, it was good. Thanks, mate. Uh, Stat by John, uh, whose ID have you procured this week? Uh, this week I am Dirt Monkey 73. Oh, uh, uh, Nick. Nick. That's what who I am. 
What a guy. Good choice. Good choice. I, I th- in my mind's eye, Statman John, because I, of course, have never seen you because you, ne- you never show, show your, your image. I, I think you might look a bit like Nick. In my mind's eye when you're talking, I, I think Nick. If he has hair like a sheep, then no. <laughs> uh, he does not, but fine. Uh, right, so tell me about Mexico then. How are you getting on there? Tell me some stories. What have you been up to? Well, uh, the four days I've lost, I've woken up with a dolphin-themed anklet. Um, <laughs> I've got a, a patch of blue in my hair. And, uh, there's a man here claiming to be my father, Gary. <laughs> it's so like an episode on <laughs> Hangover. Yeah, it does sound like it does sound like the plot of the movie, The Hangover. So someone is claiming to be your dad. Is that what you're saying? Yes, his name's Gary, and there's no sign of Ron anywhere. <laughs> Ron's gone. Ron the the, the Macaw or Macau. Mm. Uh, very good. Uh, you are you and I mean, do you believe that Gary might be your dad? No, he's a very strange man. So I'm just turning my back to him right now. Right. Oh, he's, he's there. Yes, looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you up to while you're there, Stat Man? Well, here is the land of the leather goods, um, especially shoes, and Harold loved shoes, leather shoes. So I thought I'd look around for them, but I uh, can't see it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I got carried away with the story, and then I just remembered Harold's an aunt. <laughs> Right, okay, yes, so, but no sign of him? He's not here, lads, no. Oh, jeez. Damn it! Turn up soon, surely. Oh, right, okay, so, Matt, will you cross uh, Mexico off, off the list? Uh, we yeah. know that Harold is not there. Uh, sad news, that man, John, but this is another place where he isn't. The next place will be where he is, I reckon. Um, anything else that you're up to before you, you move on from beautiful Mexico? No, that's it. I'll tell you what, lads, I'm about to sprint away from Gary, so I better go. Right, okay. <laughs> He's listening to you. Yeah, you know what he is. I've got to be a bit quiet. Right, okay. <laughs> right. Um, uh, yeah, I hope you get away from Gary, um, and we'll see you next week. Yes, lads. All right, take care, lads. Ta-ra. 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 job. Bloody hell, he gets about, doesn't he? <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> drink, drink. <laughs> it's just, I don't even, I, I always find it really hard to come out of the phone call bit of the show because I never know what to say because he just baffles yeah. me every single time. Is, yeah, like, like you said previous, there's an enigma wrapped in a riddle. <laughs> an enigma wrapped in a riddle. Uh, right, so I was going to say, before we got so rudely interrupted, that we're yes. going to get over now to talk to Mr. Roberto Awar, or Roberto De Niro, as he likes to be known. Uh, really good conversation, Matt. I'm looking forward to sharing this one with you and with all the Fartlek family. Uh, Rob's a super, super enthusiastic, positive dude. Um, we cover a whole host of conversations uh, from his um, his engagement, his involvement in the social uh, media side of the online running community, which I think he owns incredibly and we'll talk a bit about that as we come out with the back 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 side of it um but he also talks about uh, representation in running um as a black man uh yeah. which is really really interesting 
um, something that we can't relate to, but no. to, to hear about it firsthand is, is eye-opening. So I think it's going to be a great one. And he's just a super cool dude who is just really easy to talk to. So I think people are going to love it. Should we, uh, should we get it rolled on the tape and yeah, have a chat with him? Let's do it. Right then, you lot, it's time to get at it again. And today I'm joined by a guy whose running journey only started a few years ago, but that hasn't stopped him dreaming big and delivering strong. He's a proud member of Runspire and somewhat of a social media powerhouse whose honesty and transparency in his posts have really captured the attention of the online running community. I cannot wait to get into this one. So please join me in welcoming Roberto O'R. And he told me to say this, a.k.a. De Niro. How are we doing, dude? <laughs> I'm really good, man. Really happy to be on this, man. Yeah, excited, waiting for this whole week. Yeah, awesome, man. Yeah, me too. Really looking forward to chatting to you. Um, how's your week been? How, how's your, how's your running been? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still. I had like a little niggle on the knee, but other than that, I'm still able to run. I've been I've managed to get a PB. Um, I think the week before last, and um, that's with a little niggle on the knee. So yeah, it's been going all right. I'm not gonna moan. Brilliant, man. Brilliant. Okay, so I have got absolutely loads, loads to go through with you. I'm really excited to chat to you, but we start nice. conversations in the same place all the time. Running is the common thread that binds us. So can you just tell me and everyone listening how you started your running journey, please? Well, uh, I think I was watching, uh, I think it was the British Championships. And... Um, Sitting on the sofa, thinking, "Oh, these guys are fast." I mean, I've I've always been into athletics. Yep. Like when Mo won the um, uh, double in London, I was really inspired. We weren't running then. I was always into athletics, but I was watching the um, British Championships, and you know, I put on a few pounds, and I thought, you know, I've got to lose some weight now. I thought, you know what? Yeah. I think it was a five k. I think like, what they had was yeah. At the beginning of the British Championships, they had. Um, the couch to 5k event at the British Championships, like, and okay. there was like, you know, people, normal people were running. I was watching, I was like, look at these guys, you know, from couch to 5k. And it was just the actual words, couch to 5k. And I was literally sitting on the couch as I was watching, I was thinking, that could be me. And then I think, um, after it finished, I went out for a little run, uh, my local canal, River Lee, and I went for a run, or I went for an attempted run, <laughs> and um, I tried to run about it was as far as I could and I could manage about 400 meters and that was it I was done I took my little brother with me for motivation he said to me Rob Robert man you're really unfit like you know <laughs> I, was, I was like yeah you're right I'm gonna have to do something about this like and then you know after a few weeks I tried again I kept on going kept on going and then eventually I caught the bug like you know I mean that was even before I knew about Instagram didn't know nothing about it, it was just purely running and um I kept on going I think it was like a week and a half before I could actually run like a uh, without stopping for like a, a small distance. I don't think it would be a kilometer, but just like run without stopping for a small distance. And then from there, that was it. I was addicted. Yeah, man. So just absolutely naught to 60. There was no no transition period, just fell in love with it. And was this, this was 2019, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. About 2019, uh, about April, about April 2019. Yeah, and you said you're athletic before. What 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 were you into before before running came along? Uh, I've always played football, but mainly extreme sports. So I started off BMX skateboarding. Like I did that religiously. Like during my teens, like I was like fully active. So I was always athletic, you know. But um, cardio wise, 
where we used to ride from, well, I live in North London, Edmonton. So we used to ride from North London in Edmonton all the way to South Bank in the embankments, yeah. And then ride for about five, six hours nonstop and then ride back. So I was always like, I always had a, a cardiovascular tank on me, but just never, you know, to run. Yeah, it was just never something that, I guess extreme sports is so far away from, from running, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So how did the journey start then? So you fall in love with it. You've realized you can do it. You've got the bug. What happens in those first few months? Are you starting to sign up to races, park runs, anything like that? No, no. That's what I mean. I did not know nothing about running at all. It was literally just learning how to run. I think I, I did have an Instagram account then, but it was just like my own personal Instagram account. It had nothing to do with running. And then... Um, I think just by chance, yeah, I stumbled across uh, Kellos on the Run. You know Kelly? Yes, yeah. Yeah, Kellos on the Run. I stumbled across her Instagram just by chance, as you do, just flicking through. I was like, oh, what's this? And like, oh, she runs. I like running. Went through her page. I was like, wow. You know, I was seeing her doing all these races. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then, and then just like from uh, seeing hers, I uh, watched a few other people from hers, and I was like, I need to do this. And I sort of switched my Instagram account from like my normal mates here to run it. So I just st started posting. I think my first ever, I deleted all my old posts and then I done my first ever post, Couch to 5K. Like. Mm. And um, from there, yeah, that really gave me the motivation, like, you know, the Instagram part of it. So watching uh, other people on Instagram and then trying to do what they did. It's and then basically trying to post how they did like and then just doing it like you know getting out there putting a post out and then i didn't i didn't get no much i didn't get much likes then but it was just about getting my face out there and seeing how people uh reacted to it and reacting to other people stuff and then instantly that was it i think i think that was the catalyst that like, you know some people yeah can wake up in the morning never knowing about instagram never and they'll run five times a week solid like you know but i think us yeah we're more like social media i wouldn't say social media runners but that's what fuels us you know i always I always say yeah if you were to take instagram away yeah completely right now how many people would still run con uh, consistently as they do now like i'm talking about instagram runners people that post their runs on instagram it, it's a really interesting social observation isn't it definitely definitely that yeah. And I think I think I think that's what that's what that's what kept me going. Like that's what kept me running. Like because running was hard and it is hard. You know what I mean? You wake up in the morning. It's like oh, when I first started, I was like oh, my legs are a bit achy. You know, should I go for a little five k? I mean, I could barely do five k. Then it was stop and start. Then I was still doing couch five k, stop and start. But I was still completing the five k, but still stop, start, stop, start. I wake up in the morning like oh, this is gonna hurt. You know, should I go for it? Then I'll flick through a few Instagram posts. Oh, that guy just done a five. Oh, wow. I sit super motivated. Let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's interesting that you, the, the, the Instagram side of things comes into the conversation so soon because you are invested in Instagram and, and particularly in the online running community, aren't you? And you've already started talking about some of kind of the benefits of it and, and how you got into it. I mean, just how important in the last two years, I mean, not just through getting into running, but through COVID, through everything else, how important has that online running community and Instagram in particular been to you? It's number one, like, literally. It's number one. There's been times here yeah, when I woke up in the morning I've, I've not thought, oh, I can't, I'm done with running, but, you know, I've been injured for, like, let's say, three, four weeks, and I think I don't really feel like it. Then you just go through, flick through someone, oh, i just got a new 5, uh, 5K PB, or I've just done my first run after three months, of, or I've just had a baby and I've just done a 5K run, and I was just so motivated, like, literally, like, 
This ain't even being like cringe. Like, I'll literally just be so motivated. You know, like when you feel your blood, like, yes, this is it. Yeah. I'll go straight away, grab my trainers and I'm off out. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then that's the positive side of it, isn't it? I mean, people talk a lot about the the, the negatives and, and the pitfalls of social media and and, and some of the, the, the potential dangers of, you know, comparing yourself to other people. But there's certainly a lot of positives out there. One thing that I find really interesting, and we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, man, is that you are all in on Instagram, aren't you? And uh, your engagement is off the chart in terms of the amount of people that, that interact with you on every single post, even the way you lay out the posts and the depth and the honesty in your stories. Was that like a conscious effort? Because for me, the way you tell your story on Instagram is slightly different to everybody else's. Yeah, do you know, I'm just like, a, I'm, op- I'm an open book. I don't I don't lie about anything. Like when I first started Instagram, I, I go through some of my old posts, I'm like, wow, uh, I was so, like, I wouldn't say bland and um, uh, basic, yeah, but I just, I just hadn't learned, you know, my own style. So when you start Instagram, if you go back on most people who are on Instagram, you go back on their first few posts, they just learning their style of how they want to post and and then eventually yeah they grow into what they are now but it took me a while to get to where I am now in terms of like how I do my post I just like I was just like basically copying emulating anyone that I saw so I would see someone how they do it so they'll do a run and at the time yeah so let me just go back a minute but so this is to go back a little bit before so what really made me a, a runner before even Instagram yeah was buying my first ever watch like my Garmin yeah. so this i bought the i went all out i'm I, i'm one of them ones that i'm like all out or, or nothing like so yeah. i went and bought like the phoenix 6x pro yeah and i was literally eating noodles for weeks yeah, how much <laughs> cost me, like, you know? <laughs> literally like but that there was the point that made me a, a runner in terms of like this is it i'm going all out for it mm. and then that watch there made me know yeah i'm dead serious about it yeah, it's it, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you are right. Sometimes it just takes either you know buying buying a bit of kit, buying the watch, buying an, an expensive pair of shoes to, and it's crazy because we're all runners. Anyone could be a runner, no matter if they've got a watch or a twenty pound pair of decathlon trainers or what. But sometimes there is just something that make triggers in your head. Right, I'm in this for the long haul now. Yeah, and for me, buying the watch was it. Yeah. After that year, I knew I was definitely a runner. I hadn't even done a park run yet. I think I started running using, uh, I think, not, not Timekeeper, I can't remember what it's called. It's like an app with Adidas. Oh, yeah. Runkeeper, yeah. Runkeeper, run yeah. yeah. So I was just using my, my phone to run. And I don't get me wrong, I loved it still because you, you get all the same stats. And everything. when I got that watch, I just really felt like a runner. I was like, yeah, this is it. Like, and I was addicted now. Yeah. And it wasn't even because, I, don't get me wrong, yeah. I, yeah, I bought the, the best watch out at the time, yeah, but I would have been happy just with, like, a normal Garmin at the time. Like, and mm. just the fact that you had a running watch and made you seem like um, a legit runner, yeah, it just gave me that extra boost of confidence. So I just like stopping and hitting your watch rather than pulling your phone out, trying yeah. to find... There'll be times, yeah, when, when I first started running, I had those few times when I, I was trying to get my 5K PBs, right, and then I'd, like cross the line, get my phone out, flip through the app, try and get the stop, hit the stop button. I'm like 10 seconds past that. I was thinking, yeah. nah, come on, we've got to go and get a watch now. Yeah, yeah it's time. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> um, so, in, so take me back to 2019 then, man. So you've you've got addicted. Have you got any memories of, of, of that first year? Any any kind of part runs, races, anything that stands out as, wow, that, that's that's one that will always be in the memory? I think, yeah, so I've got two. 
before my first park run, well, I think it was my first ever five, my first ever sub 30 minute 5K. Because when I first started, I was like really slow. And um, to the first time I ever got a sub 35K, I mean, till this day, that's probably my favorite running moment. Like, yeah. I remember it on the river. To the, I was just so happy, like just sitting there, across the line, looks at the phone. I managed to get the phone out and stop it at the right time. Yeah. And it and, was, and and, and it that was wasn't that wasn't a race or anything. That was just no, 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 no. no that was no race before park run anything. Yeah. Got my sub thirty, and I was over the moon. That's probably one of the best moments I had. But then um, I remember someone uh, someone uh, was telling me on Instagram, Rob, you should go and do a park run, like you know. And I was thinking, what? Let's go in the park and do a run. And I was like, I do that. I do that already. Like, and then I was like, no, no, it's a park. Run, like, and I was like, go and check it out. So I went home, yeah, checked out, yeah, and I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, no way, this has been going on all this time. I've been running, yeah. So I've been running a few months, like, this, uh, this has been going on all this time. People gather together in the park and run together, like, you know, because before that, the only people I'd ever seen running would have been because all I did was run up and down the river. Yeah. I didn't do that road running or anything, it was just river, 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 up, down, up, down. So I'd, I'd encounter people on the river, but it was just like a high, you know, yeah. or People running past me really fast. Like, but when I knew that people gathered together and ran together, I was like, nah, I have to get onto this. And I went to my first ever local park run here. Yeah, and the first ever day I did that, that day was fascinating. Like, you know, to me, I was like, I was I was like, you know, like one of them, like, you know, when you first like go to a theme park as a kid, you're just so excited. You just looking, your eyes are like as big as golf balls. Like, everyone's like, you can tell this guy's new. Like, I was just saying hello to everyone. I was like, yeah, yeah, ready to go. Like, you know what I mean? And then, you know, like when I crossed the finish line, I was like, yeah, shaking everyone's hands. Like, well done, well done. Was like, <laughs> it's addictive, <laughs> man, isn't it? Yeah, it was amazing. And those are the two, those are the two stand-up moments for me. My first ever sub-30, 5K, my first ever park run. Yeah. And what's what's the local park run for you? It's Pims Park. It's at yeah. Pims Park. I've only ever done two. I've done uh, South Norwood and Pims Park. So, okay, so first year, it sounds to me like, you know, you've got the book, the enthusiasm's growing, you're feeling like a runner, you've got the gear, you're hitting the PBs, um, you know, you're, you're getting involved in the running community. But then, of course, 2020 rocks round and COVID hits. So we talk quite a lot on this show to people about how they've dealt with, with running in 2020. But I think I'd, I'd be really keen to hear it from your perspective as, as a fairly new runner who's probably, you know, getting his feet under the table, really getting into it, really starting to fall in love with the sport. How did that impact you, man, when everything just went away? Yeah, that was crazy. Like, literally, I just, like, um, signed up to a race, um, just about to meet up with a whole load of people to do runs together, just about to go and do, like, real park run tourism, mm. and then, bang, it just hit like that, you know? Yeah, it's like... I don't know how to explain it. In terms of like how it uh, hit me emotionally, I mean, obviously, like you got the Instagram community to keep you going, but because yeah, I, I I've never done a race before, so I'm not missed out. So people who have done like you know, twenty races, ten marathons, it's that they're like, oh, you know, they really miss the race. So I've never I've never felt that already. Don't get me wrong, I'm longing for it now. Yeah, and I really miss it now. Yeah, but I haven't I haven't felt it, and I didn't. Um, so I'm not going to miss it how someone who's done 10 races or 10 marathons do. But don't get me wrong, I'd signed up for races, signed up for marathons, and I was ready to do it, then bang, it hit. So it really hurt me. But obviously, I mean, you still got your your community. That's that's the most that's the most important thing with Instagram is you go and do your run yet yeah, solo, you come back and then you get um love and support, like you know what I mean? 
yeah. from people. And I know it's only online, but it matters so much. I mean, people have got through some tough times with support from people from people from them uh, they've never met before in their lives from Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And and from you on a personal level and from from a running perspective, did your running suffer when we went into lockdown, or was it just more motivation to get out and do it? No, no, no. Personally, yeah, I got to run a lot more. Got to run a lot more, like you know. So because yeah. of the, the furlough, I was furloughed as well for a while. Ah, so okay. I got to run. Like, yeah, I really got to run like, and I loved the running, even though I was by myself. I because I've always run by myself. Like apart from Parkrun, that's why I really loved Parkrun because I got to run people. But apart from Parkrun, I've always been a solo runner. Mm-hmm. And um, so during lockdown, I was just running a lot more by myself. Like, I was getting the miles in, you know. But it just it just wasn't the same because I told you I had races planned. I've never run a race, and I'm you know when you're longing for something, you see people on Instagram, yeah, they're posting about their races they've done, and you're thinking I've never done that before. That's one thing I really want to do. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that I, I wanted to talk about, you mentioned it when we were chatting just before we got started, and I thought it was it was a really interesting one to, to loop around. You, you made a comment to me that when you came onto Instagram when you started running, you uh, you felt like you were the only black guy running. Um, how how has that journey been for you in terms of representation in running and and kind of again in LinkedIn with the online running community and the people that you found through there? Um, just talk to me a little bit about that if that's all right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, coming from where I come from, North London, Edmonton, like you don't you don't. I mean, don't, I mean there's loads of runners from here because we've got the athletics center literally just over there. Loads of pro athletes go and train there. But in terms of like black runners, like I wouldn't say hood or from the street yeah but mm. that's where i'm from like you know what i mean i'm not saying i'm from the streets but i'm saying i am hood from mm. edmonton that's where i grew up yeah. like you don't see them type of runners like you know what i mean so when i started running not even seeing even just a black runner you know was like i didn't even see any and then when i first saw my first pattern i was like oh my god look there's a black runner you know i was just fascinated like and um Generally, I think there's a stigma, like, where black runners are, like, nervous. I wouldn't say nervous, but they're just, like, I've spoken to a few, and they're just, like, you know, it's not really our scene. If you look at if you look at how Instagram is, like, for the running community, it's predominantly white. Not not that, obviously, we live in England, isn't it? So it's a white country. So the majority of the population is white. So that's what's going to be represented. But I was thinking, in London, there's a massive black community, and there's loads of black runners, like, but they're just not on Instagram. Right. And then for the first time, yeah, when I first saw a black runner on Instagram, I was just like, wow, this is another guy like me. Like, But then I looked at him and then he weren't really like me. Do you know what I mean? He weren't hood, if you understand. Because, like, listen, I, I, I'm really ghetto. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's how I've always been. It's how I am. Like, you know what I mean? I just do my things. If you listen to all my music I put on when I do my runs, it's always, like, rap music. Mm-hmm. And it's just me being me. I'm not trying to hide nothing that you know what I mean. It's but I've never seen really much uh, a lot. Sorry, a lot of people like that. Why? Why do you think the stigma's there, man? What? Just in general? Do you mean in yeah. general? Yeah. You, you, you mentioned about the stigma about kind of you know black men getting into getting into running and 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 I, I guess the Instagram running community as well. And you mentioned about maybe there's like a stigma around it. Why, why do you think that might be? I mean, for me, myself, I didn't even know anything about Instagram running, like, yeah. and I don't think, yeah, a lot of, like, you get, like, black people, yeah, when they're growing up, yeah, they're, they're very athletic, mm. and then in, in high school, secondary school, they might be, like, the top runners in school, but then, obviously, when they come out of that, they fall into the wrong groups, and then they become, they, they join gangs, and then, like, running becomes, uh, you know, 
second second fiddle to whatever they're doing after that. And I think that's a lot of it. So someone like me who was able to get out of that and to start running, it's like, uh, you know, it's normally once in a while. You don't really get it often. Like, and I think that's a lot of it. As I said to you, this is what I was going to do. Um, I was going to start a running group here for disadvantaged children, uh, black, mainly black children, but obviously other, other, it's not just black children coming from London who are going through these situations. Like it's all mm-hmm. ethnicity, but yeah. From my situation, which I've seen it from, from black children, I wanted to start a running club from children who were getting into trouble and to give them something to get out of. Like, um, because when I said to you, when I started, it just wasn't there. I did not see no black runners. So imagine someone comes up here, they're, they're going for a bit, they love running, they're going for a bit of, uh, you know, bad period in, in their life where they're sort of on the streets and then, but they're still good runners and they see someone like me, not that I'm a, you know, the savior of black runners or nothing, but just like, you know, if they see someone like me who's doing something positive and they think, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I kind of want to be like him and I want to have that for them there, you know what I mean? An yeah. opportunity for them to run and I want to show them and guide them the way like, yeah, you can be still, you can still listen to rap music and run, you know what I mean? You just can't be on the streets, if yeah. you understand what I mean. It's, I don't know, it's, 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 it's a weird, it's an awkward subject as well to talk about, but if you understand what I mean. I do, I do, absolutely. And thank you for taking time to talk to me, because I know it's not the easiest thing to talk about, but I think it's a really important subject to approach as well. And I think what you're talking about around the community and, and setting up a running club and, 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 you know, almost not not advertising running, but, you know, talking about it in a positive light and encouraging people about the benefits of running. It, exactly. It, it especially can't be anything but a good thing, can it? Especially London, not just London, but all major cities that... We have so many kids here that could be doing running rather than being on the streets. They just ain't got that guidance, someone just to push them, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's such a great release, isn't it? The endorphins, you know, getting out the energy, all that pent-up energy. It, it, it can only have positive benefits from both a physical and a mental well-being perspective. Exactly, exactly. It's like once you start, you can't stop. Yeah, definitely, man. Well, listen, whatever you end up doing, you need to make sure your loop is in on it so we can help promote and support it because it sounds amazing. 100. 100. Um, so talk to me about talk to me about the plans for next year then. So lockdown's easing. Might be able to do a race soon. What what are the big plans for uh, for 2021? I mean, I've seen on your Instagram that you've got some pretty ambitious things that you want to achieve. So talk to me about what's coming next. Uh, well, I had a 50k ultra plan for next month, but that wow. I had to can it because of the old knee. Yeah, 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 probably wise. <laughs> the old girl, I call her. The old girl, I call her. She plays out when she wants to, but when she's happy, you know, we're doing PBs. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I've had to can the 50 and I've had to downgrade it down to a 10k just to be sensible, you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's, there's no point, you know, going out crazy and then blowing my knee out and then not being able to run for a year. Because um, in terms of like how how running has helped me mentally, like you know, my, for my mental health, like it's really pulled me out of the gutter a lot of times. Like, and um, being out of running, I had a big injury. I wouldn't say big injury, but I had an injury where I had a bit of hip problems last year, and I wasn't able to run for like seven, eight weeks, and that really hurt me like uh, mentally. But I was lucky; I was able to walk, and I was doing. So we got a thing with the run spot. We do a run spot five k every Monday. And um, I wasn't able to run it, but I was still able to walk it. And just that just really pulled me through. And then I realized like how much I love running from then. I was thinking, wow, then seven weeks of not being able to run. I was still able to walk. And that was like the difference between like, doing nothing. And But I was thinking that that weren't a run. And I really need running in my life and just showed me like, so I've canned 
I've, I've climbed the 50k. I'm going to do a 10k. It's a, it's a trail. It's mm-hmm. a trail run. And then after that, uh, I did have, was it, I think I did have the Hackney Half. Did have the Hackney Half, but it seems like a lot of the races are going to go virtual now. I've just seen, um, I think it was a half that just went virtual. Was it half? Yeah, just recently. So a lot of the races are going to go virtual. But in terms of next year, I'm literally just looking to sign up for anything and everything yeah. I can to get racing. Yeah, man. All over the country as well, maybe. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. I, with Ben Butterworth, that's my guy. I love that guy, man. Yeah, yeah. He's telling me I need yeah. to come up north. Like, because like, down south, you're all right, yeah, but you're missing everything up north, man. <laughs> he's, he's Manchester, isn't he, Ben? So you'll have oh, to... I, uh... love Manny. I love my Manny, guys. I can't wait to go out there and meet him. Like, he's, like, one of the best. Like, see how much that guy's motivated me, man. He's just a legend he is, man. Yeah. You'll have to veer east. No, no, wait, hang on. Yeah, veer east afterwards to Sheffield. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like Sheffield. I've got a few good friends from Sheffield. Like, yeah. Yeah, great. Like, I just want to do all the, you know, like you get all the main, like, uh, Mar- you get all the main halves and all the main Americans, like, you know. Yeah. yeah. South End, you know, uh, Cornwall. I want to do Manchester. Everything, like, you know, I just want to get out there and run again. Yeah, get out, get out amongst people, isn't it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, just with people like, especially like meeting all the Instagram people. Like th- these people, yeah, on Instagram, you know them, yeah, yeah, and they support you probably more than people that you know in real life. Like, like my my, my non-running friends, yeah, look at them, I just be like, oh, look at this PB, I just done a ten k PB, yeah, forty six minutes. They're like, yeah, no, that's all right, looks pretty cool. Like. Then I go on Instagram, everyone's like, oh my god, Rob, you smack, you know, it's like the, <laughs> the contrast in between the two. <laughs> Power of positivity, isn't it? Yeah, it's like obviously uh, my my non running friends don't really understand uh, running like how Instagram do you know what I mean like they don't know they know the journey I've gone through because they've seen the difference and the transformation between me from when I wasn't running to where I am now, but they just don't understand like how your Instagram running friends because Instagram running friends live and breathe it like you know what I mean they live yeah. and breathe it with you like. And, and then probably a nice segue, last thing to touch on before we wrap up. You, you mentioned Runspire, so you're a big part of the Runspire community. That's Talk a little bit about that because Yeah, because we, we, we have Runspire guys on all the time. These are everywhere, to be fair. So how did you get involved in that, and how, how does that help you with your journey? So when I first started running, I think me and uh, Matt, who owns it, um, I used to see him, because obviously he started his... He started the Runspire page, yeah, right about the same time I started my Instagram page. So, you know, like, I would see Runspire, but I didn't, really, I didn't really know what it was. I would just see it there. I was like, this looks interesting. And then um, just before I uh, dumped, uh, did my first park run, I saw they did, like, some event, some meetup. I was like, you guys are so cool. Yeah, I messaged him. I was like, I am Matt, man. You guys are so cool. I want to get involved in what you're doing, like, you know. How can I do it? He goes, you know what? Yeah. We're gonna start something soon, yeah. And I'll message you as soon as we're doing it. Bang! He messaged me like a week and a half later. He goes, "Yeah, do you want to join?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, hundred percent." That was it. I joined. He added me onto the group, and now I've been addicted ever since. Like the support you get from them people there, like it's unbelievable. Those are like, some of the best, best supporters you can get. It don't matter whether you're going for a bad patch. Well, because remember when I was doing? I told you when I had my injury, my hip injury. I was only walking the runs by a 5k and the support I was getting then just for walking a 5k, like, you know, it was insane. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I guess it's almost like social media intensified, isn't it? Because it's the like-minded people again, but when you've got that even more of a common bond, you know, you've got running, but then you've got the the, the run spire flag to sit under. Um, Total it, legends, it, it, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Total legends, man. Brilliant. I'd agree with that. They've got got some really good friends that run with Runspire. Um, okay, so uh, let's wrap this up, man. Where can people yeah. find you? Uh, so basically, on my Instagram, it's just 
at De Niro London. That's my Instagram. I do have a, um, a Twitter. It's at De Niro London underscore. I yeah. don't go on it as much, but I do go on it as well. Facebook is Roberto De Niro. Brilliant, man. And is there anyone else? You've already shouted out Runspire, talked to there. You mentioned Ben as well, uh, another good dude. Um, anyone else you want to say hello to, shout out before we get finished? Definitely Matt, man, for starting Runspire. What he's done, yeah, and, you know, that guy is so humble. I don't think you understand that. Like, he's one of the most humblest guys, like, you know, especially for what he's got, like, just loves everyone, welcomes everyone, you know what I mean? He's my coach as well, like, you know what I mean? He blasts yes. me. He yeah, needs to coach. blast me because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a terror when it comes to... Um, being consistent and um, you know I mean I, I love a few beers on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, so Matt, like just out everyone from Ranspire, everyone from the running computer uh, community, everyone that's ever supported me. I wanted to say as well, like you know, like on Instagram, one thing, yeah, I always do, yeah, is reply back to every single comment, yeah, that anyone ever sends me, and that's the most important thing, yeah. It's just. Like if someone takes the time out of their day, yeah, to give you a comment, yeah, that's the least you can do. So anyone who's ever commented me or given me a like, thank you so much. I love you all, man. You're all legends. Brilliant, man. What a, what, what a positive uh, story. And, and, mate, you're just going from strength to strength, I reckon. It's not going to be long before you're smashing those PBs and achieving those goals. So, listen, I know you're a busy man. I'm going to let you get back to your evening. But uh, nice. hopefully when you get up north soon after COVID or we can get down south, we'll grab a park run and a beer together afterwards. All right. I'll be there. Once I come up north, she ain't gonna get rid of me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, yeah, I'll, I'll pitch you. I'll pitch you up in the on the couch bed in the living room. All right. Man. No, I need a tent. Just give me a tent. <laughs> <laughs> tent in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Listen, have a great one, and we'll speak nice to you. All right. Uh, cool. And that was Mr. Roberto Awa. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant chat. What a what a what a lad. What a bloke. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Really easy to talk to. I could have talked to him all night, yeah. to be honest. Um, you know what I thought was really interesting about it? Right. Like, Rob's a confident dude, right? Yeah. And yeah. He, he owns it. He just oh, he is who he is, and he owns it. And do you know what I love about that? You hear a lot. You get a lot. And this is I'm going to get a little bit serious for a minute. Social right. media, you get a lot of people who are quite judgmental of each other. Yeah? Right. Like what's what's cool, particularly in the online running community, it's probably one of it's one of the few things that I don't like about the online running community because there's a lot that I love about it. But what I don't like is people who think that other people aren't as good as them or are embarrassing or because of how they use social media. You know, you always see the people who are like, oh yeah, if you put your uh, if you put your PBs in your bio, then you're a dickhead. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, what I'm mean? a dickhead then. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, but we know you're a dickhead, but that's nothing to do with your PBs. Um, <laughs> But the point I'm trying to make is, you know, you get people, oh, people just post selfies every day and no one wants to see that. Oh, you're dead full of yourself. Is yeah, it even right. a run if it's not on Strava? And, and I hate that because just yeah. do you, man. Lucy, just do you, yeah? yeah. Um, she knows what she's talking about. And and it comes back to the mental health stuff we're talking about, you know, the be kind and the, um, and the you know, think about other people. It doesn't affect you in your life in any way, shape or form. So just, just leave it be. But what yeah. I love about Rob 
is that he just he just owns it, man. He's like, yeah, I post on social media every day. Yeah, I yeah, I will reply to every single person who comments on me. Yeah, I'll spend hours scrolling through it and liking stuff to give me inspiration. He just doesn't care. He's just like winning at Instagram. Yeah, he's, he's winning at Instagram, but he's not bothered. He's like, it's me, man, and and that I found that quite inspirational because I do second guess myself sometimes. So I'm dead honest. When I'm going to post something, when I'm going to share something, I think, oh God, what's the reaction going to be? Are people going to think right. less of me? But chatting to Rob a couple of weeks ago just made me think. You know what? No, I'm just gonna post what I want to post. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just if you do don't you like it, yeah. yeah. Like, move move like on. Says, yeah, definitely. Move yeah. on. So I love that. I love that. And also it was super interesting listening to him talk about representation um, in running. We, we had Rav on talking as an Asian woman um, about running uh, and, and how she feels underrepresented um, in series one. And I thought, Rob, again, another really interesting angle because it's not really something we can relate to, but just seeing it through his eyes, even if it's only for a moment on that interview, really does yeah. give a bit of perspective, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 definitely. And then what he's doing, where he wants to try and set up a club as well, definitely wants to be involved in sharing that, sharing that for him and trying to help him, help him get that, spread yeah. the word with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. Best thing about our online running community, good people doing good things. Brilliant. Anything we can do to help, you make sure you let us know. Roberto De Niro, thank you for your time. We hope to see you soon. But in the meantime, Matt, we've got something else to get onto, haven't we? <sighs> no, we haven't. Mate, this could just be a copy and paste job from the last like five episodes, <laughs> couldn't it? Yeah. yeah, it could be. Yeah, I'm not used to this. I'm not used to it at all. Five one. Oh yes, we'll get into it. It's the Make Matt Run Challenge. Challenge, Matt. Ooh, a bit of a scratch, scratching, scratching the record, mate. Um. Yes. So for anybody who's brand new to our podcast, where have you been? Uh, but every series we take part in the Make Matt Run Challenge. It's a series of challenges where I try and come up with ways to embarrass and humiliate Matt through running themed activities. Uh, and every series we compete for the title of Make Matt Run Champion, which now has its own belt. Um, Matt is two series to nil up. He is the Make Matt Run Champion. He beat me in Strava Art in series one. He beat me in most miles wins in series two. And in series three, I've gone out to that fight like family. That's you guys are online running community and i've said help me man i can't do it on my own i'm useless so you guys have come out and you've set matt a series of your own running fitness or fun theme challenges every week matt takes part in it we share it on our youtube we share it on our instagram live um and uh, we've had some good stuff so far we've had plank off this was this week we'll talk about that in a minute we've had press-up challenges we've had uh well yeah. school sports day was ironically the what the round i lost Spelling. Yeah, spelling bee. My low key favourite was the uh, the the sports day, which was the one that you won. But, um, but yeah, they've been brilliant. All of them. Our guy, our, our family, fat like family, have really stepped up. Um, and this week you were taking on Zara. So I was winning four one before this week happened. It's yeah. first to six because of, we've got eleven rounds. Uh, so I'm getting close to winning. You really needed a W, uh, and she challenged you to a longest plank wins. Yeah. What what happened, Mafu? I, th I think I might have lost. I might have lost. I think that what it, what it is, if we'd have done it separately, yeah, and Zara would have gone first. I think I would have. I would have had her. Yeah. I think. Do do, but, do do you think there was an element of without knowing the target, there was just no end in sight. So it was just like yeah. it, your brain almost goes against you because you've not got that sole thing to focus on. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what's made it easier for other people because every 
one I've done, they've always gone, or I've always gone first and they've had to beat it. You've lost every coin toss, haven't you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah. 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 Apart, from, apart from the spelling bee, ironically. Yeah. That was never going to help, was it? That, that, the horse had bolted on that one. Coin toss or not on that one, yeah. <laughs> to anybody for that one, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know I, I, I'm not even going to talk smack at you. I, 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 I thought you did amazing. Four and a half minutes it was before you fell um, yeah. on your sword. But, yeah, amazing. I thought you both did really, really well. We had a really good um, uh, number of viewers, loads of people, spent their Friday night with us for 20 minutes watching it happen. We got some good responses, some good laughs. Um, so that's that's the purpose of it, I think, all in all. So I'm not, I'm not going to spike it and celebrate too much this week, I don't think, my friend, other than to say well done to you and well done to Sarah. Thank you. But it doesn't oh. help proceedings, though, does it? <laughs> it absolutely doesn't, mate. Um, because, uh, again, what you may not know is that every single week, uh, the loser has to do a forfeit. So we, we agreed uh, 11 forfeits at the start of the series. Uh, Jack sealed them in envelopes. And every week, if you lose, you've got to do a forfeit. Mm-hmm. Simple. Simple, simple. And uh, your forfeits are stacking up, Matt, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. So I've got running a dress to do still. Yeah. I've got to wash your car. I've got three more I'm a little teapots. <laughs> Is that That's it? it? That's it, yeah. <laughs> Plus whatever you've got to do now this week. And yeah. the fact and the fact that isolating and can't run really doesn't help the situation, does it? No, no. Uh, right, okay, uh, let's let's do it then, let's do it, let's find, uh, there's some good ones left, we've got an ice bucket challenge, we've got an ice bath, uh, we've got make a donation to Prostate Cancer UK still in there, uh, we've got the dreaded having to wear a rival's football shirt on a run, uh, which mm-hmm. as a Sheffield Wednesday fan, sadly, uh, who suffered relegation to League One uh, over this weekend. That, didn't you? Sorry, mate. <laughs> uh, just to in, uh, you you really aren't into the idea of wearing a Sheffield United shirt on a run. It seems to be absolutely actually keeping you up at night. Um, yep. So loads of good ones still to go. Baked beans down the shorts. That's another one. Uh, which I think you'd rather do than the Sheffield United shirt, wouldn't you? Oh, yes, yes. I'd rather, do, rather take everything else and leave the United shirt. I actually, I actually quite enjoy baked beans down my shorts, Rob, so the joke's on you. Uh, uh, Jack, are you on? I'm on. I'm here with my influence. And you're back as well. You're back. Yeah, I was a bit upset last week. I feel like I'm... I know Lou's lovely, but I don't know if she's quite an upgrade. I think we're sort of level par. But I'll let that slip. She's an upgrade. I've had my annual leave. She's an upgrade. There's no... Matt, just... She's an upgrade, isn't she? Agreed, yes. Agreed, Robbie. Are you right? It's not not to make you feel bad, but she's better than you in every... (laughs) I'll do my last couple of shifts, then I'm handing my resignation once I've done the envelopes. <laughs> not. Uh, right, okay, so Jack, just remind me, because Lou did it slightly differently. She had her own envelopes, because obviously COVID, you couldn't give her the envelopes. Yeah. Um, uh, what numbers have I got left to pick from? So you've got one, two, five, six, and nine and eleven. One, two, five, six, nine, eleven. You have to be awkward, Jack. Yep. Why don't you just do it like Lou did? No wonder she's better than you. I can't help it. Well, I've got my <laughs> list, and you're the one who've picked the numbers all around. And you could have gone nice and easy, picked from one, then two the next week, then three. But you you all guys right, have gone favourite right. football numbers. Stop bickering. He, he attacks me, Rob. He attacks me. Yeah, this is just descending into panicky. Right, okay. So I've He got... doesn't want to hear the forfeit. That's why he's delaying the time. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. So I've got one, two, five, six, nine, and 11. Think, 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 think. think. <sighs> 
Matt, which which one which which one would you not go for? I'm it? not even going to say because I just uh, this is playing havoc with my mental health. This. <laughs> Stop! We just had a serious conversation last. <laughs> you didn't do anything to weasel out of wearing that shepherd. <laughs> How, how many points was it Sheffield Wednesday needed to stay up? Was it one or two? Because you could possibly go for one of them. Ooh, yes, that's true. <laughs> that's not an option. But they definitely would have stayed up if they had five. So let's go, for, got one. let's go for five. You, you go for number five. Oh, I wonder what the one this could be, Matthew. Russell, that envelope. It might be the Sheffield United top. Oh, shut up, shut up, shut up. It is ooh, run no. with oh. baked beans in the oh. store. Yes! 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 You should be pleased about that! <laughs> it's been a fetish of mine for years. <laughs> Mate, Wait, haven't you got the... You've got the dress as well, so... Are you doing the double, like you said? Oh, my God. Yeah, if you put, like, a base layer pair of shorts on underneath the dress, you could put the beans in the dress. Yeah. Now, that, no, that's a fetish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Throw, throw in a drag for good measure. <laughs> you, I'm sweating. I'm sweating here. It's worse than, worse than a plank of the day. <laughs> You've avoided the shirt for another week. Oh, However... However New week means new challenge. Oh yes, oh yes. So I believe Jack has the uh, the, the the audio footage lined up. So Mr. Bob Thomas is going to be your challenger this week, and right. a, a new friend of the show, but a super nice guy. Should we have a listen to what you're going to be doing this week for your challenge, Matt? Go on then. Hiya, Matt. Hiya, Rob. How you doing, lads? So it's Bob here. Bob Thomas drums on Instagram. Now, Matt, as part of the Make Matt Run Challenge, you've had a lot of challenges laid at your feet, but i got another one for you. So we're going to go head-to-head to see who can do the most miles in three and a half days. And trust me, mate, you're going to want to lace up your shoes well for this one because I'm going to put a lot of distance in. Whoa, whoa. No, you do realise I'm injured, don't you? Mm, not my problem. How am I supposed to get most miles in in four five four four days? How am I supposed to do it? I'm going even... I'm, I'm, I'm to go. I'm going to go topical based on what's in the uh, what's popular in, in the culture at the moment and go full line of duty. No comment. <laughs> Come on, man. I'll end up injuring myself some more if I go and do that. I mean, it's it's, a, it's an awesome challenge, but I, I can't do it. I cannot do it. Comment. <laughs> well, I guess are you, what are you going to do? Are you going to forfeit? I can't forfeit, can I? No, I'm no. I'm going to get a, a last-minute substitution, ninetieth-minute sub. Well, right, who are you going to get to be a substitute? The, the point of this challenge is that the entire online running community, the entire Fartlek family, is against you. I know they are. They all, they all, they were all with me yep. during the well. Team Matt were all with me, but now they've all. They, 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 and... they, they have ditched you, like, in an instant. <laughs> I know. Jeez. I thought I was the underdog, and everyone supported the underdog, but no, no. Well, I wanted to substitute with Jack, because he's a <laughs> he runs for 90-mile weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but I don't think that's fair. No. So I'm thinking somebody that's on a similar level to me. Yeah. Uh, what, you, what, you nothing? Well... 
<laughs> when, you, when you put it like that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, go on. No, oh, yeah, sip some level to me before I was injured. Is that better? Yeah, that's, there you go. That's the answer I was looking for. Yeah, before I was injured. Uh, and what, one, of our, one of our team, one of the podcast team, uh, Paul, I think, I'm going to ask Paul to step in if that's okay with, with you. Oh, I don't know. Is, is, Paul, is Paul on? Get Paul on. Yeah, Paul, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, guys. Oh, yeah. Hey, Paul, you all right, mate? I'm all right, cheers. Doing well. Good, good, good. So how's, so how's he roped you into this? I got the call like, earlier today, so like, can you step in? Because he's a bit injured at the moment, again. So again, it won't be still. the first time I've stepped in. But, yeah. <laughs> Series 1 for us as well. Um, and and are, you sure you want to, are you sure you want to put your flag in that part of the sand? Can I just make sure? Because it is pretty much you and Matt against everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to yeah step up and sub for Matt on this challenge. At least it's a running challenge as well, so it is one I can actually do with this one as well. Yeah, so it's yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. Who's doing the forfeit though? If you lose, <laughs> <laughs> obviously you it'll be me, won't it? If if he loses, like yeah. like you, Very unless it's unless it's United shirt, then he can run. <laughs> <laughs> Very gracious. Oh yeah, because Paul, you're a Wednesday fan as well, aren't you? I'm a Wednesday fan as well. Yeah. <laughs> I should have asked Ben. I should have asked Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, then. I tell you what. I I, I will do you the deal. I will say right. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But there is there is a risk. It's a small risk, but there's a risk, right? I've just, I've just remembered that Paul's a Wednesday fan as well. Mm-hmm. If you lose, if Paul loses, right. and if you happen to pull out that card in the forfeit. You both have to run in a United shirt together. What? Whoa. What? what signed up for? He didn't sign up for that. I didn't tell him that. Take it or leave it, gentlemen. Take oh, it. No. What have you done? What have you done? I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to turn him against you. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, there's still, there's still five forfeits to pick from. So you've got two chances, Paul. First chance, win. And then you've yep. not got an issue. Second chance, you've only got a one in five chance of actually having to do the forfeit. Oh. Oh. What do you reckon? Are you in or are you out? Yeah? yeah? You're oh. in. Oh, what, yeah, a I'm in. what a legend. I'm in. What a legend. I'm in. Come on, Ben. Come on, Paul. I have faith in you. I have faith in you. I know you've been, you've been st- starting to up your miles. So I think, I, think, I think you might have got a chance here. This is the week to up my miles for, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Or just have, have a couple of rest days, Paul. That's also an option. So uh, I will let Mr. Bob Thomas know that that's what's happening. So from podcast launch day up until the weekend, you've got the dates based on what Bob's told us. Uh, most miles win, straight shootout. Sound good? Yes. Thank you, Paul. I've got a faith in you. Win no this worries, one for me. Please. On a, on a sub. On a, on a sub, sub yes. yes. Super sub. Super, Super sub. sub. The Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer of... (laughs) (laughs) Just, I spend too much time with you. Too much time with you. Uh, On a serious note, Paul, thank you so much, man, for stepping in. I know that was a little bit last minute, but we appreciate you as always. Um, Good luck with it, although not too much good luck, because I want you to lose, obviously. Um, But yeah, it's going to be fun. A bit of variety. bit of variety. Mm. Okay. Thank you for stepping in, Paul, but if you lose, you're still wearing your United shirt. Yeah, cheers. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for that. Mate, it's what it is, ruthless. Um, yeah. Oh, Jesus. You know, what could, you know what could happen, though? If Paul wins and I pull that 
card. Then I've got where Liverpool shirts. I'm a Man United fan, so mm-hmm. it could it could be all glory. It could be all glory. Uh, right. Okay. So thank you so much, Paul. Looking forward to seeing how you get on, my friend. Uh, we'll keep in touch through the days, and I'm sure you share all of your social media. Uh, if, if people want to follow your account. Um, Paul, so that you can see how you're getting on between the Thursday and the Saturday. Uh, Paul Road to London. That's correct, yeah. That's on Instagram, yeah. We'll Just share it on and we'll share it on Absolutely, mate. Nice one, and we will share it all over as well as we go through the podcast page. Uh, lovely, right, okay, that's us done with that. We are making moves, making moves, making moves. With that being said, Mafu. Yes. Have you got a good news story for me today, Matthew? Who? I have, yes. Yeah. So I got sent this by Paul, who's on the call. A uh, Scottish woman, Anna, Anna Rutherford, uh, ran a two, 212 miles coast to coast route of the Southern Upland Way, beating the previous one's record by 17 hours. Um, she, she, yeah, she ran it in uh, 62 hours and 34 minutes. Uh, she's a ultra GB club runner. Uh, and she did this challenge just nine months after giving birth to a second child. So she's, yeah, she's an absolute machine. Um, she slept for just 90 minutes throughout the, the race, uh, doing 11 minute bursts, it says on the article. <laughs> 11 minute stints of sleep. <laughs> um, she burned 20,000 calories. Uh, she said it was tough to eat throughout the race uh, and she was losing electrolytes. And her friend gave her a bag of something that got her through it. Can you guess what? She gave her to get her through the race. Well, I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's not like cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. So she gave her a bag of dry stock cubes. Ah. Yeah, you wouldn't have thought that, did you? But she said they helped drastically uh, because obviously the the salt content um, in them uh, drank with water and it got her through it. So, uh, yeah, Anna, Anna Anna Rutherford, you are our running hero of the week. And we salute you. Amazing. Yeah. Su- superhuman yeah. effort. But that being yeah. well, said, Matt, it's not, it's been a big week for accomplishment. So absolutely, uh, absolutely our hero of the week. But we've got some other big, big things going on in the uh, Fartlek family, haven't we? You had a, another another couple of shout outs you wanted to cover before we finish. Yeah, I did. So also while we're on the ultra scene, big shout out to mate Matt Run, BP Victor. Derek goes running. Big dude. Big D, he completed a 100-mile ultra today, finished it, uh, 25 hours, 55 minutes and 18 seconds. A more awesome, awesome achievement. What a uh, guy. Well done. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm much better than you at burpees. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, then. All that's, right. That's, that's two accomplishments. <laughs> yeah. I also put a call out for you guys to get in touch um, with any stories, good news stories, or any anything you want us to plug and all that sort of stuff. And uh, we got one back from Matthew Hume, aka Matt Runs for Mind. Uh, he's got in touch with us. He's doing a fundraising challenge. Um, in November last year, feeling a bit down and uh, going through a bad spell, and he knew running would help him. So he set up a challenge to run, do a run streak, a bit like our Rav. Uh, decided to do a run streak for a year, uh, and he called it the uh, the 2020 run. Um, he called his called his brother up, brother and sister up, Terry and Jody, hoping they'd talk him out of it. Uh, and they <laughs> they said instead of talking out of it, they uh, decided to join along with the challenge, along with his 15 year old niece Shauna. Um, this, this challenge has brought them close together. Um, even though his brother and sister live in Southern Ireland, they've been closer throughout this, sharing this story and this journey. Um, if you want to head over to his Just Giving account, it's justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash 2020 run. And we've got a bit of a soundbite for, from him uh, 
from him to play as well. So, if, Jack, do you want to uh, do you want to put that on? Hello, what the fartlet community? Um, thank you so much for having me on the pod uh, to tell our story. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, myself, my brother and my sister and my niece are currently doing a run streak. Um, it's the 2020 run challenge. The idea was uh, come together last year. I was feeling not so good and I had the idea to do a run streak lasting the whole of this year. Um, I spoke to my brother and sister about it and being as awesome as they are, they said they'd get on board and not only support me, but they'd do it with me, which is awesome. So, yeah, this story generally is just one of about, you know, support and inspiring others. They've told me that I've inspired them. I've been inspired by many other people in the running community. So thank you so much. Um, we're raising money for Solent Mind, which do amazing work. And, yeah, really, really happy with how it's going and couldn't, couldn't be doing it without their support. Um, so thank you. Another brilliant accomplishment. Yeah. The, the, these these charity things that people do are amazing, aren't they? Like it's it, it's amazing what that motivate level of motivation um uh, can 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 make the human body and mind achieve. And and I particularly liked uh, Matt's story in the sense of we've been talking about mental health awareness and he talked about his own mental health and and, and his motivation for doing it, uh, yeah. which I thought was great. So fair play to him. He's right in the midst of it. Please do go and um, uh, give him some pennies if you can. We'll put all the details in our bio for the episode. Uh, yeah, tons of running heroes this week, I think. Yeah, really, lo- loads of good news stories. Um, and probably a nice little segue, slightly differently to how we normally do it. Announcement for next week's guest. Speaking of running hero of the week, who's our guest next week, Matt? Yeah, it was one of our previous running heroes of the week, uh, Lee Ryan. If you remember him from, from a few weeks ago, he said he t- tried doing a, uh, a endurance race and he didn't quite finish it. Uh, yeah, so we've got Lee Ryan on next week, which is going to be a good chat, I think. Yeah, not the guy from Blue, though. No. <laughs> All rise. <laughs> no, don't do that again. Um, yeah, amazing. Yeah, Lee actually reached out to us. It was one of those amazing small world stories. Uh, one of our good friends of the show, Nick Dirt Monkey, uh, he knows him. I think he went to school with him or something, and he reached out and was like, I can't believe he just shouted out me pal from school and then got in touch with Lee, super cool guy. He lives out in the UAE. He's, he's awesome. He's not just this one challenge. You know, he's a big part of the Adidas scene out there. Um, he kept saying Adidas. I kept saying Adidas in the chat. It was a bit awkward, but apart from that, <laughs> it was how, do you, how, how do you say Adidas? I say Adidas. I say Adidas. Jack? I say Adidas, I think. Yeah, oh. Adidas. So everyone said Adidas. Paul's still on the call. So, Paul, do you say Adidas or Adidas? Yeah, I say Adidas as well. Yeah. <laughs> what, wait, did you say, did, did Lee say Adidas? Did you yeah, say? he says Adidas and I say Adidas. Let's pull the whole say- thing off. I used to say Adidas. It's, it's actually Adidasler is, is the name for it. It used to be, he was the designer. It was German designer. All right. I think. Just, just yeah, come on. I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Um, anyway, going off on a tangent. Yeah, Lee, uh, super cool dude. He's a multi-time Guinness World Record holder. Um, there's so much to him and his great story. Family man, uh, really chilled, really cool dude. So, yeah, we're going to be chatting to him. Uh, that's going to be good. Have we got any uh, fan calls before we get out of him, Maddie boy? Yeah, I want to thank Paul for coming in and stepping in for us. Uh, thank you, Paul. Awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, Roberto Awar for awesome chat. Uh, Graham Lindley for the awesome theme music. 
You know, you know what I did then? I, I always interrupt and do that theme music for you. And I thought I wouldn't and just see, see if you panic or you actually do it. But you did a pretty good job, mate. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else that you can think of? Yeah, thanks. Thanks to Zara, of course, for last week yeah. getting involved with the Make Matt Run Challenge Matt stuff. Thank you to Bob, who's taking it on this week. Looking forward to seeing how he gets on against our good friend Paul. Um, thank you to all you guys for all your listeners, your shares. We appreciate mm-hmm. you as always. Um, please do check us out on social media. If you haven't already, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we also have a brand new YouTube channel, which has some amazing exclusive. Oh, amazing is a strong word. It's all right. Um, it's basically. <laughs> Me and Matt being idiots. Um, so yeah, we, with her, we exist on YouTube. So, uh, it's a video version of this. Yeah, yeah. Basically, if you want to watch this as well as listen to it, then there you go. YouTube's your option. Not selling it at all. Please subscribe. We need subscribers. Um, so yeah, please do uh, follow our YouTube. Um, come and tell us what you think of the show. Let us know. Good news stories. Yeah, remember, new, yeah, good news stories. Plugs, whatever. Yeah. Hit us up with the, with the good news stories. If you want to give me a follow on Instagram, I'm at Little Rumble Rob. And I am at Matty Owls. Tenfold! And I'm at Jack for Running. Very, very good. And don't, and don't forget to follow Paul, of course, McPaul Road to London, uh, to hear about his challenge. And Bob Thomas Drums uh, is, is Bob's as well. We'll put all that in the uh, in the social media feed so you can follow Challenge Matt. Remember, Mental Health Awareness Week, our sign-off message. Just remember, be kind, guys. Do take care of your own mental health, but and talk to people if you need to. But at the same time, be aware of everybody else. Ask that question. Um, offer that hand, whether it be metaphorically or physically. Um, and let's all just try and make a better world for ourselves. And more importantly, our children, because they're the ones that are going to have to deal with it when we all die. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about mental health and then you finish on die. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're all going to die, aren't we? And it's, it's a point, though, isn't it? Like, it you know is. what I mean? We got, you know what I mean? At like, least Gordon's alive! Gordon's alive! Boy, blessed! Uh, so, yes, may your runs continue to be wonderful, man. Uh, be excellent to each other, as important as always, and we will see you next week. Peace out! Peace.